0: You're listening to TraxFM's podcast. If you've enjoyed our content, more podcasts are available on the RTM Click app and website. Let us know what you think. Please email us at traxfm.rtm at gmail.com. Like and follow us on social media at TraxFM Official.
1: I am absolutely ready to go right now because my guest is such a lovely person. She is Dr. Sheila. I would like to welcome her uh, to the station over here to Trax FM. Good morning, Doctor.
0: Good morning. How are you feeling today? Good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. What's it like at
1: this time for you on a normal day?
0: Oh well, I'll be in the clinic, quite busy, mm-hmm. I'm having patients coming through. R- right. Um, yeah. Patients coming through. Yeah.
1: And 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 what is it you deal with specifically? Brain.
0: Yeah. So we deal with traumatic brain injuries as well as stroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. What we mean by traumatic brain injury would be patients who have had gone through accidents or uh, falls, yes. you know, assaults, you know, and then they end up with some amount of, um, you know, assault to the brain. Right. Yeah, So that can be some amount of bleeding in the brain, mm. um, anywhere in the brain. So that can be quite... Horrific for them. Right. You know? She
1: started off being fascinated by brains at an early mm, age. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds right, but were you? Um,
0: it was a process <laughs> to get okay. there.
1: Yes. Okay. It's like, yeah, yeah you know, yeah, it's yeah. like I can't fathom it at all, you know, like me, like even trying to get there, right? Mm. So, okay, brain, uh, you're a rehab physician, hospital rehabilitation, rehabilitation Tassi, would like to say good morning to everybody over there, including your two lovely bodyguards over here. She's got two bodyguards, man. I tell you, don't with her okay Uh, I suppose we'll start with the pretty obvious questions doctor this morning what is uh, TBI or traumatic brain injury
0: yeah thank you for that question so it's an injury to the brain that can be caused by like I said any trauma um, which we call as head injury or TBI for short so there are many possible causes it could be road traffic accidents assaults falls or even even accidents at home Mm -hmm. the elderly they fall and um in the different countries or even in malaysia sports related yeah uh, especially in rugby
1: rugby okay Rugby, yeah anything that where they go bumping heads football contact sports football yeah Yeah,
0: any form of contact sports you can get head injuries that's
1: right even boxing Oh, yeah. Even boxing. Yeah. And, and it mm. goes even like like hitting the ball. What about that, hitting the ball?
0: Yes, you do. Because it
1: comes mm. at very high speeds, the football, right. right?
0: That's right. Yeah. And
1: footballers are going like,
0: ah, mm. you
1: know, mm. and stuff. So, oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, how common are, are traumatic uh, brain injuries?
0: So, if you look at uh, Malaysia, so if in Malaysia, our statistics would go up every year. You know so that's quite sad so the motor vehicle accidents go up by almost 50 percent last year um, from 2021 to 2022 went up to 50 percent we're not talking about brain injuries uh, but we're talking about accidents per se and severe accidents went up to almost 90 percent mm. so that's quite a lot compared to the year before so traumatic brain injury we would think about out of that about Twenty percent out of uh, injuries would be traumatic brain injuries. Right,
1: yeah. and and when we talk about traumatic brain injuries, it might, might be a misconception, but mm. even, even I was not sure about it. Right, mm. like you think of traumatic brain injury, the person is knocked out.
0: Mm. Is
1: that person out, or so, or can that person be awake?
0: Yeah, they can be awake. So there are several degrees of severity. So to speak. So the lowest severity will be something which we call concussion. Okay. Yeah, that will be in spots most of the time. Right. Know? So you may have a ding in your head, and then you'll be blur for a while, mm-hmm. dazed for a while, and then um, after that, you can seem like you're confused. You know, for maybe less than um, an hour. And right. Then you're okay. Right. But then you still need get yourself checked out at the emergency just to make sure there's nothing's wrong with you.
1: Right. I've seen I've yeah. seen boxers get get hit in the head, and then you know they get up and they swing at the referee. Yeah. Because of that, they're confused, yeah? Confused. So, okay, yeah. carry on. You were saying get, yeah. get yourself checked up?
0: Yeah, you would want to get yourself checked up. So, most of the traumatic brain injuries that come in through the emergency department, 90% of them are mild. Mm. Yeah. so Mild. You know, mild so, or, so you would just say mild concussion, right? Mild concussion or mild traumatic brain injury. Right. So that's how we lab- label them. Mm. And then there's the other one that goes into moderate. So, they may be out for more than one hour. You know, and then we call the, we call it like a drop in their conscious level for a while, and then they need to go to the emergency to to you know for further treatment for stabilization and most of the traumatic brain injuries don't come as an isolated case they come with fractures because it is a trauma Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
0: in this in moderate cases and uh, then they need to be stabilized and if there's they have to do a ct scan to check on how bad the bleed if there's a bleeding in the brain how bad it is does it need a surgical intervention does it do they need an icu stay something like that Mm -hmm. and then the severe ones come in almost with a coma. So then they will end up with ICU. They need help with breathing. They need an operation to take the blood out of the brain because the brain is a very small space in the skull. Mm -hmm. So if there's bleeding, there's no way for the brain to to move, to accommodate the bleeding in the brain. Move? Oh. Oh, so you need to take it out.
1: Even yeah. bleeding yeah. just like that, yeah? Mm, how, no how delicate is the brain? I, I know, I mean, mm. look, look at the way it's been you know, positioned mm. in the body. It's protected by a, a skull and everything, right? That's right. So, so it must be extremely sensitive.
0: It is, it is. It's almost like um, solid, semi-solid to a gel form. Mm. So you mm. can't see it, right? Yeah, that's what it looks like. So hence the, the, the skull is very strong. So it, it can take almost quite a bit of impacts you know so right mm, so once it hits with all the blood supply around it then it the blood, um, blood vessels tend to bleed and break and bleed so we need to remove it so that's when the neurosurgeons come in and get it out yeah.
1: Wow. You It's like, have to it's to like you, you make it sound so simple. Like get it out. All
0: right. Yeah, that's the one. Pull it out. Right. Now. But how's, so based, you know, how... based on a CT scan, okay, uh, of the brain. Mm-hmm. So they will see how how much of collection there is, what we call is collection or blood collection. So then they have to go into the operation theatre, remove the blood clot either by removing a bit of the skull, taking it off, or, or making a nick and just removing the blood. So once, and then they have to make sure the patient is stable after that. Mm-hmm. So once they come out through the entire process, through the ICU stay, through the operation, and then they come out with, uh, then they come to us, uh, to rehabilitation, because depending on how bad they are. So if it's a very severe traumatic brain injury, then they'll go through a few stages of recovery. They might tr- go, through, uh, go through coma, and then they might be a bit awake. Or, but they still may not be able to follow much commands. Mm. And some people actually go through what we call as confusion or agitation or post-traumatic amnesia. Mm.
1: What happens if they, you know, for example, um, they go for some surgery mm-hmm. uh, and then they don't wake up, they're in a coma? Yeah. How long does the brain stay okay?
0: Yeah, so it depends, like, you know, have severe with the comas, like, for some time. Then it'll take some time for them to, to wake up. Yeah, so we need to support them at that time to mm-hmm. make sure that they are ready when they wake up. So let's say they have, uh, so at that point will be a lot of teaching the caregivers on how to maintain them so that when they are ready to wake up, their their muscles and their bones are not all contracted or all tied up like that because if we leave them like that, they'll end up all tied up. Mm. You know, we don't want that for them. So we want to, to make sure that uh, people know how to care for them yeah when they go home out of the ICU they right. can't stay in the hospital forever right right. yeah so we need to support the family in making sure they get home well and mm-hmm. we to teach them how to give them feeding through the tube through the nose you know right. to ensure that their skin is supple they don't get sores from lying down too long that their bones and their joints are supple so that when they do wake up they're ready to move you know we can teach them how to move so we work as a team Right, with the physiotherapist, the occupational therapist, the speech therapist, so that we can get that one patient moving to a, a different level of function.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Michael Schumacher, Formula One driver, had a skiing incident. W- right. What's yeah. happening with him? I know you know.
0: I do not know this. <laughs> <laughs> the Germans are very hush hush. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. But but you know, from from what the medical terms we you know when they talk about it, what yeah. kind of what kind of an injury is it? Uh,
0: from what we gather, um, I'm it's not official. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't really know, but it sounds like severe a traumatic brain injury right yeah
1: but he, he can be kept alive and, yes, and would he yes. be able to speak and uh, anything
0: i think he has progressed but i'm not sure what the progress is because it's nothing mm. on the news yeah, yeah. correct and correct. nothing on medical oh, news and we should
1: well. not speculate on that's that right that's right not on him. okay yeah. <laughs> let's get back to our one question over here and then you. we'll go for a short little break and then we'll come back again mm-hmm. uh, what are the uh, effects of a tbi
0: okay so the effects of tbi essentially people can have problems with their thinking Okay, So the thinking would be the first thing is coming out of coma like we discussed and uh, they get confused about uh, where they are and sometimes they are in, unable to focus on what's happening on them. So if you ask them questions, they'll be looking at you, they're trying to figure out what you're saying. So they have problems with understanding, they have problems with uh, describing their speech or talking, they may have problems with weakness on one side of their body. You know, So it doesn't come because the brain con- controls everything. Yeah, it's like our CPU. Right? right? Yeah. So if one thing slows down, then everything else slows down. Yeah. So, so essentially, so we have to manage it as a team, every aspect of this. It's quite complex. It is. It is quite complex.
1: It is. I wonder why you chose that career. But I, (laughs) I can understand. you know, well, a little bit. But, Doctor, we'll go for a short break, Thank and then we'll come back. It's Dr. Sheila, who's in our studios over here, Rehab Physician Hospital Rehabilitasi HRS, uh, this morning talking about traumatic brain injury. So, we'll come back right after this next song from Amy Winehouse. Our guest in the studios is Dr. Sheila. We're talking about uh, traumatic brain injury. It's very interesting, and I hope uh, we're all learning a thing or two this morning. We're learning a lot of stuff over here. And, uh, yeah, uh, Doctor, uh, we were talking about... Uh, uh, how how do doctors classify, how do you classify TBA?
0: Yeah, so we were talking about mild, moderate and severe earlier, Right, right? So just to, to give a recap, so the mild are the ones that are now we're seeing a rise in or awareness towards it because, um, you know, even if we drive our car or even if we walk or even if we have a fall and, a, uh, you know, we just hit our head for a while, we become a little bit confused, but some of the effects, if they, um, if you don't take it off or attend to it, can last longer than three months. And it can mm. affect the work of a person. Right. And if you have repeated concussions like a boxer or even somebody driving a motorcycle and a few falls that the person has can affect the long-term outcome of the person's um, Productivity or function,
1: right? Yeah. So, some so anybody who's who's hit their head somewhere. I mean, as, as much as a lot of people like to think, like, oh, it's only bunka, yeah, you know, yeah. never mind, it'll go down or something like that. Mm. You know, when is the time when you really should, you know, be going to see uh, a doctor about
0: it? So, when you you start getting headaches headaches don't go away you know and you start feeling like i'm not thinking well i can't keep my focus my memory is a problem you should go and see your doctor you can go to any emergency or you can go to your uh, general practitioner or your clinic and they would refer to the uh, rehabilitation physician that's nearby
1: that's right so you just go there and you just tell them your condition what, what happened to you you had a fall that's right, right? Mm, and that's right. yeah it's horrible can uh, can the brain recover
0: Oh, yeah. The brain has the amazing ability to recover. For instance, like we were talking about moderate and severe brain injuries, where there is an injury to the brain. And uh, for example, if one area is injured, then the the neighboring ones would like to try to help. Oh, yeah. Although they may not be able to carry out uh, the function completely. It's like uh, me coming to sit in for you, Green Man. I wouldn't mm. know what to do. So right. I need some amount of training to figure out the buttons, which buttons to push. Right. You know? So once I learn that, I may never replace you, but at least I have an understanding of what the basics are. Mm. So the rest of the brain wants to learn as well. They're willing to learn. So that's where the rehab team comes in. We do a lot of repetition, intensity, um, also a lot of um, motivation and getting the person on the right track. And because we do all of this, those are the principles for rehab. So once a patient's in a rehab team, wherever it may be, whether it's in um, hospital rehab charas or even in UMMC or anywhere that there's a rehab team, you will find that these are the same principles that we hold. We repeat the same things until the person can move from, let's say, a gaming level of level one to level two. Okay. So we make it harder and harder. Right. So for example, if a patient's on the bed, He's awake now and he's beginning to get more and more alert. But he realizes the, the right side, the he here encompasses the she as well, okay? Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 So let's say the left side of the body isn't moving so well. So he can't quite figure out how to get that side moving. So then the physios come in to say, okay, uh, we have to tell the physios, okay, he's got a bit of rib fractures, a bit of fractures here and there, go slow. So, um, all right, with the, the, because of the brain injury, he's got left-sided weakness, brain controls the motor function of the the body as well so the physio teaches him how to move on the bed first then how to sit up okay and then just much like a child they relearn they have it there but they need to relearn so the rest of the brain is relearning
1: right yeah so someone like someone having a stroke or something exactly when when you have a stroke what happens to the brain
0: similar similar There can be either what we call as a block to the uh, blood vessel which happens in the heart happens to the brain or there can be a bleeding in the brain where a blood vessel just Mm. sort of pops you know right. yeah so the same way uh, you may have weakness you may have speech difficulties swallowing difficulties mm-hmm. thinking difficulties right yeah so just
1: simple simple motor skills all gone yeah and you have to retrain and that's, and right. that's what rehab is doing that's and helping right. yeah. uh, people sometimes think that they have outside sources of going for rehab you know like yeah. this person can do this this person can do that this yeah. person did this yeah. where where should people draw the line
0: okay so it's very it's it's important to get some amount of rehab regardless of where they get it from so even if you get physiotherapy alone that's great you get occupational therapy or speech therapy alone that's great but once you have a whole team effect then you can see the patient moving a lot faster and better and more holistic right yeah so we look at the complications of it as well mm-hmm. so we can guide the team okay uh, maybe the muscles are getting too tight or maybe he's got some amount of pneumonia setting in we need to settle all of that before we can push even more for rehabilitation mm-hmm. perhaps the blood pressure is not well we need to control those things you know those kind of effects. Right, yeah.
1: right. Are there are there a lot of fake cures out there for, for this, which I could be detrimental to people?
0: Mm, I guess there will always be some amount of fake cures. Right. Yeah, so um, so we need to be mindful of these things. Right, yeah. especially
1: when it's the head, don't mess around, right? That's right. If it's yeah. a pimple or something you want to try, you okay enough, <laughs> you know, but don't mess with the brain, yeah? Yep. Okay, understood, mm-hmm. Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, do people just get up or do they go through stages of recovery?
0: Yeah, so, um, so the coma, we start off with coma. Some people skip those stages stages and go straight into I'm awake how do I get improved from here so from uh, they pass through the stages of coma waking up slowly recognizing people and then when they get into confusion they may pass this stage but sometimes they in most of the acute hospitals you find them very like marachau, you know like they start pulling out the tubes they start pulling out their little little needle in their hands or whatever okay so that's because they're very confused yeah. I see yeah. But the brain is actually healing It's coming out of coma mm-hmm. So people are not sure what to do with them So essentially they're in, a, in a, We call it as post-traumatic amnesia okay. Okay, Or PTA So people are unable to make decisions Whatever stimuli comes to them They can't filter The brain is not strong enough yet mm. So we need to keep them in a quiet environment um, Anywhere that is quieter than a general ward Or an ICU Where there's less noise Somebody that they're familiar with And we need to care for their basic needs like so, at that point, they're very, um, very rudimentary in their needs. So they will need to be fed. They need to toileting. Pain needs to be managed. Anything that they're in their sleep, you know, they need to sleep at the right time, not the wrong time. Right. Yeah. So A- those things.
1: And, and it, it, like some of them might not be conscious completely, exactly. but yeah. some would be conscious. Yes. And and mm-hmm. does that do things like do they feel like you know like bad like?
0: Yeah. So like, it,
1: you know, I'm 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 making yeah. other people do this, and, yeah. and you know, I mean, so yeah. how should? Should the we? person, the caretaker, mm. and, and, you know, how, sh- mm. how should we go about with it? Yeah. A lot of us don't know. We always think sure. we do, but we don't. Yeah. So what should we do?
0: It is challenging at that point because, you know, you, you find somebody that you care about is now acting up. You know, and, and suddenly everything changes. It's in a split second, their whole life changes. So somebody who was a husband or a wife, and now that entire role is now reversed. Somebody else has to manage that. Plus, so as the patient goes through these improvements, um, as they become more and more aware, then become, they they start realizing something's wrong with me and I'm becoming a burden. So they can easily slip into depression. So we must be able to pick it up as well. So we have to guide our caregivers and people around them that it's okay, take it one day at a time.
1: Right, yeah. mm. I, I like I like what Arnold Schwarzenegger of all people. You know, you mm. think that Arnold can't act, Mister Mister can't act mm. Arnold. Uh, you think that he he would come up with something like that. He said uh, to his ex-wife, I think, or oh, was it his yeah his ex-wife Maria Sh- Shriver, mm. and he told her that when her father had a stroke or something, and she said like she just couldn't take it how the father is now, and he's not behaving the way he was, and he says yeah. it's because you're trying to remember who he was before, you got to learn to accept him for who he is now. Exactly, and and that's what a lot of us have got to. Do. Do, right That's to, to right. Appre- That's appreciate right. the person the way they are now exactly. and accept them the way they are now. Yeah. Precisely. <laughs> okay. Uh, doctor, what is post-traumatic amnesia?
0: Yeah, so we were discussing about it. Yeah, yeah just yeah. now losing
1: all that. Okay, yeah. all right. So I should move on, huh? Yeah. Uh, is it is it permanent? It's not permanent?
0: No, we hope that it's not permanent. Okay. So one of the ways to bring them out is to restrict visitors, reduce all the stimuli, reduce all the sensory mm-hmm. uh, overload that they are having. Right. And then once they come out of it and we educate the caregivers on how to, to, to tell them, like, look, he's actually improving. He's coming out of coma. It's a good thing. But we need to guide him out of this the stage into something that he can be more automatic in his abilities to take care of himself mm-hmm. you know? so uh, the confusion will improve that way right. right. so then we go into the next stage yeah, of uh, where we realise he's got probably some thinking problems which we call cognition
1: right okay, yeah. that's that question over there the yeah. next one over there what is it yeah. yeah
0: so as you're listening to me all right your brain is your mind is processing what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. you're trying to understand you're perceiving you're thinking you're trying to remember what we're talking about and then you acquire some new knowledge mm-hmm.
1: right? yeah. yes yes yeah. I'm also I'm also picturing you running around the hospital <laughs> at the same time you know like what's she doing like playing with brains <laughs> okay go on
0: <laughs> and then the conscious level also integrates the motto and the sensory so um, as a child we Begin to learn as we walk. We stumble. We don't realize we're stepping on something that's slippery, or, and then we learn mm. you know, from the sensory and the motor input that okay, I, I'm supposed to avoid this. I'm supposed to adjust myself and walk. And then it becomes a subconscious level. You know that's right. So, so that's that's part of the, the the brain learning and developing. So once the brain is developed and once he uh, it gets injured, then we have to relearn. That's where we call it rehabilitation. Right. Prior to that is habilitation. Mm. Mm, okay. So rehab,
1: you know. Covers everything, even extensive, yeah. even speech. Yeah, that's right. Speech rehabilitation. That's yeah, right. That's right. And and there are many fields over this. So a lot of people yeah. who would be interested in a career yeah. in this line would yeah. have to take what sports science. Uh, um, it's rehab med- medicine. Uh, you rehab
0: to, for for my field it's a, a doctor, basic doctor, and mm-hmm. then specialise into rehab medicine. Right. Uh, but you in our team we've got so many fantastic people. So we've got a physiotherapist. Mm-hmm. So you can take the line of a physiotherapy. You can take the line of an occupation therapist. Mm-hmm. You can take the line of a speech counselor a speech therapist or a counsellor, a psychologist that works with the rehab team, a a nursing profile. The nurses are... Somebody that we cannot live without. Yeah, you know, yeah,
1: yeah. I prefer yeah. nurses giving me the jab more than the doctor. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so they are uh, they are so important to us as yeah. well. You know. So so the rehab nurse is somebody that grounds the whole team. If you mm. ask me, they are there 24 hours with the patient. They know what's happening. They know the gossip. They know the ins and outs. You know. It gets very personal, doesn't <laughs> it? Gets it? it? It's personal for them.
1: Yeah, and yeah. and it, mm. it, it you know I know some mm. of them get very uh, emotional about That's something true. that might have not been uh, had a good or the greatest outcome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Okay, are there different types of cognition and what happens when it becomes impaired? Yeah,
0: so uh, in cognition, there are things like um, we tend to divide them like attention, memory, thought processing. So then there's executive function. The executive function is like the CEO of a company he plans he uh, directs he tells them okay this is what's going to happen next we're going to do this like say for instance tomorrow I want to go to Singapore what do I need to do I need to check whether I've got my permission to leave the country I've got my uh, monies uh, how am I going to get there those kind of planning the brain does right. right yeah who do I communicate so that's the CEO the attention is as I'm talking to you I've faded out everything else so I'm focusing on you alone whatever music's in the background or whatever that's whoever sitting next to me I faded it out yeah nothing matters nothing only matters. you doctor so so that's the selective. Yes. that's the selective mm. attention then I re- will remember this because it's such an important memory for me mm. so sharing this time with you I love this look at that oh. so okay. this is something that's going to impact my memory so right. I will remember this so yeah. that's memory right yeah so so these are just a few types of cognition in different parts of the brain mm-hmm. uh, likes to take a lead of this but as the science evolves we now know that there's no um, one compartment We're Mm. all connected Right. Yeah, so they all.
1: Come. Okay. Yeah. It's a crazy mm-hmm. thing up there, right? It's you can crazy. build the biggest rocket ship in world, but try that, no way, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: This uh, is right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You can have all
1: that, but yeah. Um, okay. So now, uh, what well, people say that after a TBI there is a change in personality. Yes. Any yes. thoughts on this? Yeah. I don't yeah. even have a, a TBI or anything, but I have a change in personality all the time. Hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so the traumatic brain injury, what it does is because it affects cognition. So sometimes what a. What what appears to be a cognitive deficit or a cognitive impairment uh, like for instance somebody is unable to focus so he goes down to the to the physio gym he's trying to work with the physio but because he can't focus he can't keep his attention so uh, when the physio is teaching him so what he'll do is he will look somewhere else because he can't oh focus.
1: okay okay so if
0: you keep if he keeps on doing that so if the physios redirect him you know come on let's let's do this a little bit more Like, uh, why don't we take a break so that you can refocus then you're improving his cognitive Cognitive uh, strength. Okay, but if you don't and you believe it like that, then okay, he can't focus. Let's let's forget about it. He can't focus. So you're going to allow that to happen, and that behavior is going to go on, and that will start becoming a personality. Somebody who doesn't focus. Mm. So that's changed from what he used to be. Right. Yeah. How
1: long would it take to, to actually get him back
0: to? So, so we would like to nip it in the bud. So the moment you see it, then uh, you want to act early. So uh, that's why it's important to to get specialised care for TBI so that we can pick up all of these things. And as a team, we are trained for behaviour management as well so we can come in quick and so that it doesn't develop. So we can redirect that behaviour you know, and tell them, you know, you have um, to... F- it's good that you can finish your physio then we can get you to to get some rest time or can spend at the end of the week if you do all of this well you get to spend some time with your family at this time or you know if your family allows you this when you go home if you do all of this according to the the shadow we give you maybe your family can take you out for a movie those kind mm-hmm. of rewards can come in wow so you're so, got, you
1: got to have an exceptional team with you
0: yes we do and uh-huh.
1: yes, you've yeah. got to be extremely patient Yes. and and empathy definitely there and, and yeah. you know it's not an easy task at all it's not just about passing with papers and all that yeah. and yeah. and it's the kind of person you are so yeah right yeah. so yeah. wow if you're that kind of person go pursue a field like this and become like Dr. Sheila, because we need a lot more people mm-hmm. to help out there I bet you there's not enough brain, sir, uh, brain people out there yeah. brain people yeah. <laughs> Brave structures out
0: there. Yeah, Yeah? Yeah, there's not enough of us.
1: Not enough, yeah. We welcome
0: a lot. Mm. uh, But just like how you said, um, it's it's very essential that we can see that this person has the potential to become better. Mm -hmm. And we need to guide that potential. And even if he doesn't become the previous person, it's very important to find the joy in that new you.
1: So I like
0: yeah. So we need to get that home to that the family who cares for them.
1: That's right. (laughs) Uh, What is important to know about concussions in sport?
0: Yeah. So concussions in sport. So um, what we those um, those are people that are very important. Right. So that's why over the years, there's so many more safety issues that come in for them to protect them better because it happens more often than not. So return to play is something that we need to look at. So how much, how bad is the concussion? We have a scale that we assess them with, whether they can remember or uh, they have a downtime. Maybe they need to get a break for about half an hour, or even sometimes they're off the field for maybe a few weeks because it's quite bad. So only then they will graduate back to a return to play. So so we have esteemed colleagues of ours called the sports physicians who manage this area quite well. Mm. And they deal with that as their bread and butter more often than us. Uh, so, so they will have all these concussion guidelines on how to get them back to the field. Mm. Right. We're talking about ice hockey in Canada. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that, <laughs> that one. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Unnecessary, terrible. isn't it? Terrible. <laughs> it's like, what's up with you? Like, like, there's <laughs> the stick, there's the ball. Go. You know, hit that, right? But they do other things. What's good for brain health?
0: Mm. for brain health it's very important that we keep our brain active Mm. um keep looking up reading is very important reading having intelligent conversations you know and then uh building up your your stamina it's good to do exercise any form of exercise Preferably something that um, involves aerobic exercise, which means builds up your heart rate. Um, going out for a walk, building up your heart rate, getting the blood flowing to the brain. Mm. Going, um, Especially walking outdoors. Uh, that helps with the brain relaxation and things like that. So that will help
1: that's good for yeah. your brain right yeah, important huh? yeah and yeah. sleep and all that also sleep is very similar much.
0: getting a mo- um, good enough of sleep mm-hmm. eight hours putting the phone aside before you sleep. yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. put that
1: phone aside for good yeah <laughs> yeah okay okay so anything else you'd like to add doctor uh dr mm-hmm. sheila is our guest this morning she's a rehab physician from the hospital Rehabilitasi, uh rehabilitasi cheras yes. right that, that's my brain problem over there <laughs> i keep telling people i fell out from a helicopter Anyway, yeah, anything else you'd like to add,
0: Doctor? Oh, no, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having us. And um, there are a lot of people out there suffering from brain injury. Be kind to them. Try and understand. Sometimes they're unable to express what they need. Right. Um, So be a little bit more um, aware of it, you know, that they may have a problem. Help them, guide them to the right people.
1: Fantastic. Thank Thank you you so much. much. Dr. Sheila, it's been a pleasure. I look forward to the next time when we talk some more, yeah? Yes. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thank you. You're listening to Trax FM's podcast. If you've enjoyed our content, more podcasts are available on the RTM Click app and website. Let us know what you think. Please email us at traxfm.rtm at gmail.com. Like and follow us on social media at TraxFM Official.